and he said one of the most beautiful things to me that okay you know like we're just making a film you know so enjoy we're not saving anybody's life Welcome back to another episode of Wild Tapes. This is Sadhvi and I have with me Nikita Maiko. Uh, in this week's episode or this month's episode, we have Kamkha with us. He is a BTS photographer in the Hindi film industry. He has done movies like Manmarziya, Chapak, The White Tiger and he's working on really interesting projects now. In this episode, we speak to him about his relationship with crew members on set and how he actually observes everybody on the set and he is sort of a passive but yet very active part of the crew and how much of his work is going to value actually in the future and even now it holds so much value for marketing purposes and so many more so let's dive into it i actually want to start off khanga by um, asking you about uh you know so we know that you started working with uh, because you know anurag kashyap met you and you know he gave you your first gig and all of that so i want to yeah. understand from you what were you doing before you started doing dts i was uh, i mean i was taking photos only primarily i was shooting weddings i was shooting a lot of uh, portraits uh basically i was just like get whatever i was getting my hands on uh uh but this was uh 2017 like year 2017 so like from may 2017 till like late 2017 uh i met anurag at uh, mumbai film festival in mm. 2017 so before that i was just like taking photos i was traveling around i was shooting lots of weddings uh but before that i was a fellow at indian institute for human settlements which is in bangalore and we were looking at how cities are being formed how people live in cities what happens in the cities how decisions are made and all of that stuff basically so from 2016 the uh, 2017 may onwards yeah. uh, mm-hmm. i was actively looking for work around photography okay. you know and yeah so did like did you show anurag your portfolio or did he just he was like you know you like oh you do you, are you looking for work come work with us well, how is it <laughs> no sir it didn't happen like that what had happened was uh, i came on board to photograph mumbai film festival something around in august mm-hmm. uh late august uh and by then they already had like a photography and videography team on board so yeah. i had met smriti kiran who is the creative director yeah, yeah. at mami right yeah. yeah so uh, they were doing this one uh like a small segment uh, uh i got i get a i got a call from arpita who was sort of co-organizing it with mami uh so they were they were doing this one day event there and arpita used to teach me uh, writing at ihs in bangalore and she knew of my photography so she uh, called me to do this one day event for them uh, okay. that's where uh, yeah and that's where like 
Smriti saw my work properly, mm-hmm. and uh, she she asked me if I would want to come and photograph their festival, which happens in October. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, like let's do that. So <laughs> from there, when I came down to photograph the festival, I somehow got like access to almost all the events that were happening. Like Smriti very kindly put my name on. on almost all the lists you know all the events that were happening where no other photographers were allowed i don't know how that happened but yeah. that just like happened so <laughs> so a lot of like private parties which were happening you know so i was mm-hmm. bumping into an rug a lot oh. uh and yeah but it wasn't like we never had any conversation about work during the festival mm-hmm. so i just got a call like after few months that you know they're calling from jar pictures and anurag had suggested them my name and they want to check if i'm available to photograph this film called manmalkia wow matlab so, recommendation bhi aa raha hai to seedhe anurag kashyap se aa raha hai do you think all that you did before or you know your architecture and the work that you did Uh, before you even began um, BTS for films, had impact uh, on what you do now? I I I do. It does because uh, you know I feel photography or making a photo is just not like taking a picture from the camera, right? It, it's it's much more to that. Like how much of the frame you want to capture, how much you want the yeah. other somebody who's not seen what's happening, how much information you. want them to see so that they can perceive something or they can make out what's happening so i think uh architecture really helped me understand the aesthetic part of anything mm-hmm. you know and uh the fellowship really grounded me to understand uh you know like identity or the politics or yeah. mm-hmm. uh or the governance or whatever like primarily the politics you know like how uh, a actor walks to the set mm. you know like you can the whole if you look at actor walking to a set an actor will have three four people around them yeah. and everybody will be sort of you know like or like rasta do rasta do mm. uh, actor walker there right so there is lot of power play there uh i mean mm. everybody is working towards the same thing uh yeah. you know of making a film yeah how mm. there are uh like i mean it, it just like when i'm i mean these photos don't see the light of the day though uh yeah. you know there's so much that goes be- behind the scene like yeah. actually but you like it really helps me process so much and it makes me understand whatever is happening in front of my eyes and so that i can like sort of capture the most you know like most truth that i can see hmm. which is also interesting because you know bts photography has a lot of uh, like nikita said bird bird's eye view right so B- oh, bts yeah. is also like you have a like a foot in basically you know how you always have a foot in every door you know one foot in mm. every door you have a view of every single department mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. it's pretty interesting and how do you experience that on set 
like every department has like certain kind of, I mean, of course, I also have a certain kind of duties and job that I have to do. But uh, mm -hmm. what happens is I think, for example, direction department has to make sure oh, costume is working, uh, costume is reaching on time and like, you know, the production design is complete, set is ready. Mm -hmm. They have to take care of the food. Like they have to take care of everything in a way. Yeah. Uh, and yet they have to, make sure that we are shooting as well right and everything is going smoothly and all of that stuff mm. uh, however i feel like i am also part of all of this and yet i am also like you know detached to all of this. yeah like i am more i have i have more of an observing view view mm. to everything that's happening like i can be inside the chaos and yet looking at the chaos happening right or yeah you know and like everything that goes around it's like i i find it really beautiful uh yeah just to like keep looking at how things are happening or working sometimes i don't know the very detailed part of everything because again i'm only looking at from a very sort of mm. surface level you know so that's another point because i could i could also end up making a judgment on something that i'm just looking at it but i wouldn't know what it has taken for that thing to like for everybody to make it happen you know yeah uh, it's almost like how we watch the film and we discard it so many times that yeah. ah, like whatever you know and uh, it's it's almost the same like i because most of the time what happens is uh, i spend a lot of time on set uh, you know like it, it's like few few days is when I'll, I go to like individual departments. I like divide my time that, okay, one day I'm going to go to costume. One day I'm going to go to production. One day I'm going to go to these like different sound and all of that. Mm. Uh, but mostly I'm usually around the director uh, or the direction team or where we are shooting most of the time yeah. because there's so much happening right there also. And yeah. Uh, yeah, and I, I, I mean, I am just observing mostly, and you know, like it's, it's not, doesn't really. I don't know, like. I've never... I think it's also because it doesn't have a very, like, it's not a make or break situation for what you do on set exactly. to the entire true, into true. the entire crew. You know, of true, course, true. It, it it will have professional. You will have the same professional burden for your work like yeah. the way anybody else does but it won't impact the entire crew or it won't stop the shoot exactly like, unlike and unlike like if any one person doesn't work properly on the shoot it becomes yeah. a matter of delay or a matter of uh, effect yeah. on the shoot you know i think yeah. that's true that's i mean quite I, say interesting. This, I say this a lot that you know like uh like the show will still go on if I'm not like if I'm shooting photographing a film and if I fall sick mm. or if I want to take a break on a particular day mm. it's not like the mm. shoot will stop that's mm. exactly and but the only thing is uh, we will miss on the photos of that day so now that's the only call that I have to take and the producers have to take if they're okay mm. with missing on onto those particular set of photos like mm -hmm. if you're shooting a smaller film, which only has about 25 or 30 or 40 days of shoot, which means every day, mostly we're shooting 
a different set of scenes yeah. you know and chances are we won't come back to the same location either yeah. or into yeah. the same clothes or into the same room you know or into the same space again so there are chances that I'll miss on to that but if i'm shooting a film which is like 90 days or like 100 days plus uh of shoot we know that we're going to continue shooting the same thing over a few days and you know i can always ask the actors to sort of pose for me once you finish with it like i've done this few times where you know like we've been shooting the same scene for about 2 3 days and i've been asked not to like interrupt the mm. actors at all so like they'll be only available once they finish with the scene so i'm like sure right you know yeah. because mostly you can't even shoot while they are shooting for the main camera you know yeah uh, it becomes like tricky to be in that space also yeah. but yeah like it doesn't it doesn't i have that overview uh, like i have that view from the what is like detached view of everything that's happening and yet time there it's fascinating sometimes you know uh, kamka you say that you're detached which is very interesting because there's a lot of self importance or at least because you know filmmaking as a process sometimes i also feel like kyun kyun hi kar rahe hain matlab itna bother hota hai itna like you scream at people you shout at people you fight you trying to you know figure out how to do stuff and yeah. by the end of it i just feel like it's not so important but you know when i was looking at actually some pictures from you know old movies like dilip kumar yeah. ka pictures mein dekh rahi thi bahut purana so i was thinking that you know maybe this is the importance i mean you that you're creating as a bts photographer photographer a nostalgia on the set like you are the only one who now that we have we all have phones that's different but you are solely responsible to you know collect this data of what actually goes behind the set which i feel like is kind of important because this is all archival material right so don't you don't you think that like or do you give yourself that push that it is important or do you just feel like okay ha kaam hai karna hai nikal jao bas no no so i mean i i don't think i don't think it's it's one is i don't also take it as a job hmm. honestly i i take it as something that i enjoy doing yeah. uh, i absolutely love being on the set and uh, there's this one producer uh, on the white tiger yeah. uh, and he said his name is rajesh and he said one of the most beautiful things to me that uh, you know like we're just making a film you know so enjoy we're not saving anybody's life exactly we're not doing anything which is which needs urgency or any of that stuff like i've seen people going mad on sets like yeah yeah <laughs> like running around falling you know and anxious crying breaking down all of that right and i mean with guys will just making a film like you know people will have fun watching it or they'll think something you know it could be life changing for them as an experience yeah. but that's about it so mm-hmm. i really don't get the whole idea of uh, i mean of course producers losing money every minute that's a different thing but producers also going to make a movie if you make a brilliant film right so i really feel that one one should really enjoy what they're doing 
and film making yeah. is something like right now it has become like people have started taking it as a job okay or like i've done like so many projects and so many projects and people just jump from one project to another as robots and i feel and you and you can see it the day you see the film you know uh the crew who has put their heart i'm not saying uh blood and sweat because <laughs> it's not how it should be yeah. the crew which puts their heart into the film that film speaks for itself you know and i've been on few sets where people are just like shouting all over and crew was like devastated they have not slept properly they have missed their meals you know they are behind everybody they are also like almost abusing everybody and you don't see those films making money at all you see those films going down the drain like anything i rest when i don't feel like i can't mm-hmm. do this today mm-hmm. you know uh, i will call up the producer first ad or whoever like okay, today mm-hmm. i can't do it mm-hmm. until mm-hmm. it's such an important scene of the film that is there's no mm-hmm. way that one should miss it mm-hmm. uh, i won't miss that but otherwise if my body is telling me no i will listen to my body and i will stay back Mm-hmm. which i think we all sort of need to start doing i don't know but again it's like a very personal thing that i'm saying yeah uh, no no because, for sure i am yeah. completely pro what you're saying i just find it uh, i i think it's so difficult for at least the indian industry or hindi industry to get there because yeah. so much is controlled by people in power that the moment yeah. you say oh i need to rest they take it as a very millennial um oh this is all self care bullshit uh, which is yeah, really yeah. pathetic right because finally yeah. we are aware of something and we can't even do that i i of completely course. agree with you uh in fact that takes me to the next uh, question is i uh, do you have a team that works with you or is it you you feel like so low <laughs> <laughs> so far it's been just me working mm. for myself uh and which is why i only do like one project at one time i'm really afraid to sort of have a team because i don't know like i i feel like uh i don't know i think i i just don't trust people <laughs> right <laughs> you know because it's 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 a bigger responsibility you know like i understand the yeah. also importance of these photos and if mm. uh somebody like fucks it up then yeah. like i've seen like i've seen you know with with lot of people who who does lot of behind the scene video work yeah. uh because mm-hmm. that usually happens with an agency and uh this they like hire they like sublet or like sub hire videographers from different parts of india yeah. and yeah. they'll send them and then uh somebody sometimes they don't know how to like be behave on the set because it's not just being a photographer right there's so much more to to how to like behave with people on set and there mm. are different set of people on set you yeah. really need to know like how, like with whom to speak at what time and what to say and what not to say right and also yeah. like where to sit and stand and where not to sit and stand mm-hmm. so like i've seen video people getting like thrown out of the set by directors because they were just like not 
able yeah. to figure out where they have to be always coming in front of the camera as like the camera or the second camera i uh, want to also understand so when you are hired for a job right for a film, of course say, yeah uh, are you given a brief by the director or like what are the kind of stuff what are the kind of information you are given before you go on the shoot is there yeah. anything at all it's it's different for every, like for every project mm-hmm. i i mm-hmm. feel it's different for every producer the directors mm-hmm. sort of uh for example netflix has very detailed out guidelines uh for mm. the photographers you know like uh that we have to follow while we're shooting okay. uh and then each director like every director uh because netflix is a producer then we have to listen to the producers so there are few yeah. people involved actually uh producers mm-hmm. will have their own uh sort of guidelines like what they want us to capture and then from the producers come actually is the marketing and the pr team and they have their own guidelines their own particular scenes that they felt are going to be mm-hmm. their sort of promotional material kind of stuff yeah. that and then each director also like for example i think uh megna gulzar uh mm-hmm. working on chapak was one of those kind of experiences where she's she was so detailed out uh with yeah. respect to photography i don't think mm-hmm. any other director has been more interested in uh photos apart from her and uh, rahmin bharani when we were doing the white tiger yeah so rahmin would like ask for photos every week you know like i have to like i, I will send him a selection of uh about like 40 50 photos every week he will go through them uh, to an extent that some photos he, he mm. saw and he had to like he called a meeting and he said like these are the shots that i don't think you've taken and yeah. i've seen these photos and we should probably take these shots for the film also you know yeah. so it's it's very different from for everybody like depends from director to director like anurag gives sort of a free hand is like just mm-hmm. do your stuff and if he feels mm-hmm. like there's some scene or some shots that he really wants me mm-hmm. to take photos of then he'll actually like help me stage those shots uh makna will also makna will ask the actors to do the entire scene again just for photos with full conviction you know Hi. uh yeah i mean oh, Mm-hmm. where do you see that so i think working with some of these really brilliant directors have also spoiled me because i'm like mere ko to karna padega main kya karu yeah like aap you you take your shot then you have to do it again for me like actors are like yeah. what aagal <laughs> but yeah like some do and then you know it's also to do with the actors uh like you know you find that rapo uh with like wiki tapsi especially like it's 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 just like so easy to work with her now uh, because i know how like what scenes i can be there while she she's still performing and what scenes i don't have to be there in front of her while she's performing and i can just go and tell her that you know i need that particular sort of emotion in the scene that you were 
evoking or like sort of bringing out and i need that still i need it on a still uh camera like a as a photo so yeah and uh i read through script thoroughly and before i shooting. before the shoot or even during the shoot sometimes and then first day is usually my best friend on the set i have to like uh-huh. Yeah. if it takes me to bribe them or whatever like i have to make sure that they are like my best friends because they help me get all the photos that i want uh and uh, yeah and then it's this lot to do you have to like constantly keep looking for like what photos can be used for promotions because you don't want to reveal too much also yeah uh and you want to also like also put out interesting stuff so ye to uh, film making ke ne marketing ki sabse badi ye i think like i have stopped watching the entire trailers i have stopped i can't you watch have? entire yeah i can't watch entire trailers of any film anymore i feel like i'll know exactly what they are going to show now and <laughs> yeah the thing is also an art i don't think any normal editor can just cut it and be like no, 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 no for sure but because of the marketing and the promotion and the studios yeah. it's yeah. not even just about editing it it's also about the information they have to give for people to come and watch the film so yeah. everybody gives out the entire film ka thoda bahut more or less story ki ye hone wala hai picture mein bas abhi बड़ी पिक्चर देखने आ जाओ तुम थिएटर नहीं अगर तुम सुपर डीलक्स का ट्रेलर देखोगे इट हैज नथिंग टू डू फिल्म बट ओ माय गॉड इट्स अ मास्टर क्लास ऑन हाउ यू हैव टू कट द ट्रेलर इट्स अ डिफरेंट स्टोरी गोइंग ऑन सो इफ यू वांट टू कट द ट्रेलर आई थिंक वही है ना प्रोड्यूसर्स आल्सो नीड टू नो आई थिंक व्हाट काइंड ऑफ द बेसिकली द क्राफ्ट ऑफ इट इट ऑल कम्स डाउन टू हाउ डू यू वांट टू सेल द स्टोरी या फॉर श्योर आई थिंक इफ दैट बिकम्स अ नॉर्म ऑफ how super deluxe trailer was cut and how the film is there will be pretty interesting but it's so rare now like it's extremely yeah, very... rare everything that we I'm, i mean everything that we see we already know what's the story going to be about so it makes us less curious to go watch that film for yeah you know but i think this all also like so much that creatives can also do right like end of the day yeah. so it it comes down to to the producer because they have to make sure that they get the they get the money that they've put in the film yeah. and the profits yeah. right yeah. so uh, i think it's like i feel it like for me also like i i don't get sentimental about the photos at all like i think i was yeah. in the first few projects where mm-hmm. i was like oh you aren't even like using the photos what's the whole idea of me taking so many photos yeah. so you know like but then i'm like it's okay i mean you know end of the day if i'm getting to make the photos and if i'm getting to take so much more in terms of learnings from being on the set uh and i'm getting paid on time uh <laughs> i like that you added that in the end <laughs> yeah it's very important money is also very, important very, guys don't very, let anybody very. fool fool you into exposure uh you're quite <laughs> exposed already because of instagram and yeah. everything Yeah. So uh yeah so a- as long as all of these things all of these tick you are like sort of checking all these tick boxes I'm fine yeah. you use one photo you don't even use any of the photos like who cares you know yeah. uh and one thing I don't know like how many people how many photographers will listen to this fight mm. for the rights of the photos guys 
So there's something uh, called uh, intellectual property rights. Yeah. 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 In the contract. The IPR. This is the whole set of like laws in India about yeah. uh, who who own who owns and who creates and who creates and who owns. Right. Yeah. So mostly whenever anybody like basically all of us creators whenever we are working on a film uh, we are signing this contract uh, even the director of the film doesn't have the rights to the film so yeah you know neither the cinematographer nobody basically so it's very rare that you will be able to mm. get rights to the photos from your mm. producers but it's worth a fight uh it all depends how you work around the language i learned this i learned the language of law when i was i was at ihs so mm-hmm. that really helps me now yeah. uh you know and then you need i think one of the first things that everybody and all of us should do is like sit down and read the entire intellectual property right rights law of india like what does it say what all clauses like what all articles does it have and what article says what uh, what that means is every thing that you've done photos that you've taken videos that you've taken on the film yeah you're getting paid for it but you won't get to keep the ipr for that oh so yeah so which means once you've taken the photos and submitted those photos to the producers you can't use those photos for anything contracts will say that you are entering this contract from this day onwards and mm. you are bounded by the contract from the day the shoot starts which means everything you shoot in those number of days mm. is the property of the producer okay if you've signed on to that contract that works hires for or works for uh, if yeah. that article is part oh. of the contract and you've signed it until unless you bring in sub clauses to that that you know maybe not these photos maybe the only these photos maybe those photos so for example you know you can say uh, only photos which are film stills which means photos which have actors in their costumes, costumes. and mm-hmm. are on the set which are part of the film mm-hmm. so only mm-hmm. those photos producers have rights for everything else you give it to me you anyways are not going to use it so you have to like go back and forth with them yeah you know or you tell them that if you if you want rights you're going to charge more i mean Ooh, nice you know you're going to you're selling your rights but mostly producers aren't used to this whole idea because yeah there are people who will be like kyun hmm. use karni hum ye photos why do we need hmm. to keep the ipr of the photos but yeah. yeah okay. exactly something that you've said i think in the beginning of our conversation you know like these like looking back the photos of dilip kumar yeah. and all of that stuff yeah. those photos have value now yeah and these yeah. photos that we are creating today will have value like 20 years mm-hmm. down the yeah. line yeah 
yeah exactly so uh, yeah that's actually a very good point i mean the entire archive i think archiving has still not reached india as much as it has it is in europe like we're still yeah. learning about it now but True. you know that's what i'm like it's very interesting the job that you're doing it is it thrives on archiving and you know not right now but in 20 years 30 years from now they're going to value a lot more so yeah i think um, your job in itself has a lot of uh, money if not now in the future for sure yeah i mean i don't know if you know about this one photographer who was the uh he was the photographer i'm forgetting pete i think his name is pete something but mm-hmm. i'm forgetting the name he was the photographer for the president of us when barack obama was president Ooh. yeah pete souza pete souza yeah, i yeah. think right yeah he i don't know his on- Contract. Hmm. He in his contract kept the IPR to himself. Ooh, wow! Okay. Yeah, or he he shared it with with the US government. He's like, you also keep it, but I'll also be the co-owner of the uh, hmm. of these photos. Okay. And he's minted money of those photos. He's published books on Obama and like life of Obama in the. But that that makes so much sense. I'm so happy that we're having this conversation because I think I would have never even bothered about this unless this conversation must have happened. Because, um, like you said, even directors or writers don't realize what. Yeah, because you know we really don't. Re- One is like we don't. We hardly read our contracts. I mean, mm-hmm. tell me how many times you've read your contracts. Yeah. <laughs> Or if you मेरा contract ही नहीं आ रहा है मैं कब से बोल रही हूँ तीन महीने हो गए और हाँ you know like if you've gone back to the producers saying yeah. के you know this particular clause doesn't work for me we don't do that because yeah. we're always afraid of the fact कि यार हम तो बोलेंगे कि जाओ आप so I think that is something we really need to start like we need to really value ourselves before uh, yeah. we start saying all of this uh, because we really don't and this is I think this is more cultural than anything else mm-hmm. because this is how we've been brought up. We just like yeah. we brought up with this whole idea of okay, oh, you should be just thankful whatever for whatever you're getting. No, like I know I deserve more. <laughs> yeah, and but I'm this is thinking... also you know because people in position of power have felt so powerful, like you're saying. This is a big thing, right? These most of the producers come from rich family. you know very few people producers especially in indian industry itself uh, made if i may use a word or have struggled like that producers per se is a very rich man's job in indian industry but so it is these but people are very is, used to that power that they hold and not giving it to other people or something i feel that's a misconception well, at least that we have mm-hmm. uh mm-hmm. and this is something that i'm purely talking about the contracts mm. nothing else mm. okay like i i won't i don't want to layer it up right now because what yeah. happens is yeah. the moment you talk about you start talking about contracts usually what happens mm. is all our hiring happens either by a ep or by a lp right uh, mm. uh or like the and like once our hods have picked us up or like if you are an hod yourself Yeah. A director has picked you up. You will like they'll suggest your name to the whoever, like you know, like executive producer or line producer. Somebody from the production team will get in touch with you, mm-hmm. and they are the only two people who will send you the contacts. It's very rare that you will talk to the producer directly. Yeah. You know, 
or like producer will either hardly interfere in all of this stuff either yeah, yeah. that the day we get our contracts it's not it's not even about the power play it's just yeah. about how many times we when we read the contract and felt that this line doesn't really work for us or yeah. we've gone to the line producer or the epk this doesn't work for us we don't mm. you know so yeah. i feel that and that of course comes from this whole cultural idea of yeah and this is all in our head we are thinking ke probably yaar humko nikal hi na de and half of the times we get our contracts <laughs> once the film is finished or it's about to release mm-hmm. you know so i mean and we just we we like dafa karo sign karo mitti pau type all of that stuff so it's just like this is i feel this this is a conversation that the creatives aren't having at all you know like or if certain of few very few selected people are having they're only having it because they have uh what are they called they have their agent and those agents are having on behalf of these creatives mm. Mm. you know but yeah. i feel like if if everybody like think about a light boy start asking about the the contract like what if like everybody starts having this conversation ki yaar mere ko contract pehle aap figure out karo then only like i'll work but then it it has to happen with everybody you know you know uh, if it's only like 15 people then those 15 are are replaceable we also know that and that's the whole thing you know like yeah. that's what everybody thrive on yeah okay mat karo we'll get somebody um, else ha kisi aur ko le aayenge hum ka actually i was going through your instagram uh-huh. you have a few pictures that you have taken you know with tapsi in it and they are stills from the the i think manmarziya is the picture so what okay. about those pictures it like is this something that does not uh, like does it discount you from the contract uh, so there's something called portfolio rights yeah okay uh, which which means that uh you won't get intellectual property rights intellectual mm-hmm. property rights also uh allows you to resell these photos basically oh, you know okay. yeah uh but portfolio rights is something so if people aren't agreeing to the ipr then they should at least agree to the portfolio rights which means you can you can have public portfolios and you can put these photos on those portfolios and the production shouldn't have any issue yeah so uh mostly this happens like you have to like put it on the contract otherwise uh there could be issues and i am not really like uh like i re- i rarely post on instagram so mm-hmm. i will mostly post once everything is anyways out which yeah. is usually pro- producers are afraid and which is a fair thing to be afraid of like you know they don't want uh any of those photos to come out before the announcement is made yeah so it's just that so portfolio rights is something that one should anyways like and it goes for like everybody like even mm-hmm. if you are like uh uh if you're a production designer or a production uh or you know like costume assistant or production assistant anything uh you know uh, you should get portfolio rights so that you can use those images as part of your portfolio on instagram on your website or whatever wherever your portfolio is and how important is the knowledge of 
lensing and because i th- i see that that you know you using specific lenses how important is the knowledge of lensing when it comes to bts photography or also you know um if not at all like if you don't need you know the knowledge of lensing i don't i don't have that knowledge let me just begin <laughs> by saying that because still thappard mm-hmm. which is which we shot in 2019 october november october mm-hmm. i think september october i've shot everything on 85 mm oh and that that was the only lens that i had okay. so if i was in a tighter space i was like i can't shoot because mm-hmm. i don't have a wider lens mm-hmm. and i don't have it because one is whatever you're paying me for this is what you get mm. and i really don't i really don't understand like how a lens like how a choice of lens i mean i've read about it mm. you know like what lens makes you feel what and all of the stuff like great yeah. like uh, again like that's why i i say that cinematography is not for me it's too <laughs> technical it is yeah you know so for me it's it usually is to do with uh whatever i'm seeing and and the whole idea of being close to the subject and far to the subject yeah. again sort of depends on my relationship with that subject mm-hmm. so you'll see uh like if you look at tapsi's photos mm-hmm. uh on my instagram mm-hmm. you can i mean you can see a very like different kind of pictures Mm-hmm. from uh being from like very close portraits to like full and portraits you know to yeah. a picture or laughing I've, eating yeah like you know so all of that like it's it's and every image taken at a different place and time uh and the different zone sort of it it's more about how we both have have been in that space or like how i have felt about her in mm. that time and space yeah uh and yeah and that's that's all that's how i sort of work like it's really nothing to do have nothing yeah. much to do with technicality honestly like i one thing that i make sure is i try to take all all of those uh photos that cinematographer is making uh at least those frames okay uh apart from like you know what my my lens and my camera system doesn't allow everything mm-hmm. else i will try i will take it even if if i have a 85 i'll take a panoramic shot mm-hmm. uh you know i'll take multiple images later which can be stitched together that's like that's the way i found to work around it uh, you know it's moving away from technicalities you know i've read this thing where you know they say you know if he, a subject is in front of a photographer uh-huh. uh, the subject it's like there's a power play in that also do you feel a sense of power play because everybody wants to pose in front of the photo like you know the the camera and you know they feel like they're all naked is not the right word but they feel um in focus so they suddenly become like their their gestures change their body movements change so do you feel a certain sense of power when you are a photographer no so i think that is something that i work very uh sort of consciously to remove that barrier between me and my subjects so especially like when i work when i'm on a film set i have to make sure that uh, at least like the hods the actors you know the director cinematographer actors 
and other hods like all of them they don't feel my presence around them too much mm-hmm. i mean anyways like they really can't ignore me because i'm just like always in the face uh <laughs> but you know like it, like first like first first week of when i'm on the set and also it happens because i usually go on set on day one of the shoot mm. you know uh it's very rare that i've also shot the look tests and so that i've met the sort of crew and the cast yeah. most of the projects i will go on set on day one of the shoot uh and then i have to like sort of get myself accustomed to everybody and their eyes yeah. so first week i i just do that i don't push for too much i just like lay like try to mix up with them and make them sort of the whole idea is that they stop giving a damn about the camera you know yeah. that's the idea like they shouldn't really care that there's a camera like i have friends who who have worked with them like repeatedly now uh like rahul and silva rahul badwilkar and silvester uh they'll you know they'll every time they'll see me and they if they'll see that the camera is on them they'll you know put their tummies inside and like you know like try to stand like that you we're looking cool and stuff but that's all for fun right but otherwise i like actively make sure that uh that i'm not seen but i'll be there like i won't hide behind people or hide behind like the reflector or any of that stuff i can't do that uh mm-hmm. and because i primarily now i'm only shooting on 50 mm so mm-hmm. i have to be anyways close to everybody to sh- you know like to even take portraits like yeah. close photos so like for if you've seen i don't know how much of the white tiger photos are out but every single photo on white tiger is on 50 mm i think nice. 90% of those photos are on 50 mm so even tappard like all the photos are on 50 mm so everything after tappard have been shot on 50 mm before that has been primarily 85 so nice yeah so it's just like uh <laughs> that's that's how it's been nice um i think uh, we are in the last segment and um do you Uh, before nikita uh, asks you the last question what uh-huh. is that one advice that you would like to give to anybody who's starting out or wants to start out as a bts photographer in the industry and you know they are like just waiting for that one opportunity to get in or you know so what would you suggest uh, what would your suggestion be for them i would tell them that don't be uh don't be too emotional about your photos yaar yeah. i think that's the only thing mm-hmm. because we we do tend to like photographers really tend to get emotional about the photos that they are shooting mm. and uh, yeah i think if like and once like i'm assuming that they already got in the gig and they're already uh going on the set to shoot i one is like don't get too emotional about photos and second is just enjoy yourself like yeah. make sure you are having fun while you're taking photos True. and don't come in front of the camera <laughs> <laughs> that goes on for anybody on the set don't come in front of the camera except the actors. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, of course um so our last um question yeah. is what has been your wildest fuck up 
uh, on set yet. Like you must have fucked up on set, you know. I really have to think about it. <laughs> I think I think Kamka is our other Karuna. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. It's good. We're changing uh, from last season to this season. People are sharing lesser and lesser. Fuck up. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know whether because there are less fuck ups or because there <laughs> is like they are just getting further shy. <laughs> oh no, I'm not shy at all. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I I'm just thinking. I think it maybe at max it would have been that I I would have missed something. Uh. Mm-hmm. Like, like maybe say been... you came in front of the camera or you know something was happening and somehow you were in between anything like i'm just trying to get it out <laughs> i actually really don't remember which mm-hmm. is yeah so i mean I, honestly i also don't think that coming in front of a camera is a re- big fuck up until unless like mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know uh it's been like something really serious is going on and then you've come uh yeah. oh my god why can't i think of <laughs> this is really no funny. i don't think there hasn't been any fuck up yaar i don't think no I no have, it's like, a good thing it's a really have, good thing yeah, like, <laughs> but i'll tell you another like one funny thing because so like yeah. like zoya who's like a brilliant first lady uh mm. she or like any of the first ladies who are like my friend and mm. if we work together like if we work on multiple projects so what i tell them or even with like tapsi or anurag what i tell them is uh even like in between, like after like we've shot for like 15 days and everybody has seen me hanging out with them very like i think i tell them that one day just shout on me okay? like out, like <laughs> randomly just like like lash on to me like shout something and then like just so that like everybody just like gets too serious <laughs> and if like some day people are like just like hanging around and you know like we are too slow and mm. you want like pace the work up this is exactly i'm saying opposite of what i've said in the earlier part of the of this conversation now huh? to have fun but this is us having fun basically so like i'll ask like sakshi uh okay will you will you shout on me like <laughs> one of the days <laughs> and uh, so that everybody in the team is like scared and then you know nobody's like fucking up or any of that stuff so yeah like i yeah i mean i think as a photographer the maximum that you can fuck up on like i think the biggest fuck up as a photographer that you can do is uh your like camera not working or like card not working or something of that sort oh yeah or losing all the data of the day or losing all the data yeah Have you Actually, lost any? Yeah, I haven't <laughs> lost. Uh, but there was this one day when I was going to the shoot and I didn't check proper, like which apps are doing. Now, uh, I reached on set without a memory card. Ooh, <laughs> yeah. And was the shoot far? The shoot was really far. We were, I think, shooting in oh. Navi Mumbai or somewhere, and oh. this was Sacred Game season two. But the good thing about that. that fuck up was that we were shooting where we were shooting it was like around this market space market area and while i was like walking to the set i found like i 
I found a shop, like a computer kind of a you know mobile selling mm. shop where they had like memory cards also. So I bought a new card. Mm. Uh, yeah, thank yeah. God. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Good so thing. that that has happened. Uh, But this does sound like a fuck up, right? Like it, it is. Like it is a big. It's a big yeah. time. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like if like you're shooting in the middle of the night or like see not even in Bombay actually whenever you shoot outside Bombay everything that is easy is suddenly difficult, right? Like everything that's convenient becomes difficult because we have so much convenience and um resources in Bombay. You know, I actually feel other way. I hate <laughs> shooting in Bombay. Yeah, for sure. You know. I I'm I not saying like lie. it's it's a very bad atmosphere to shoot in but production wise like if you want something at the end you know at the very end moment you know you can get it through oh yeah. you're from you're talking from like very ad yeah yeah like, for sure, yeah, for sure. Yeah, i don't like bombay yeah. otherwise at all yeah, yeah. so <laughs> I'm, i'm from talking, bombay i don't like it <laughs> i'm talking from like i love the city otherwise i just don't like shooting yeah. here i'm talking from very like a as a photographer you know like because mm. when yeah. i'm shooting outside bombay i i'm packed and i i know i've packed everything and in case yeah. i've forgotten something is usually i'm flying to or like i'm reaching the location a day or two days prior and in case i've forgotten something I, it can be like bought or arranged in that city yeah you know there's nothing like it's just like it's my equipment at the end of the day there's nothing yeah. more you know and now because of amazon you can just order like buy yeah. online and it will reach yeah. you before you reach that city so that way i feel it's it's pretty great uh but otherwise but i'll you know i'll tell you something else i'll tell you a fuck up that the production house has done i won't say the name <laughs> <laughs> yes this is very interesting <laughs> they've lost the hard drive <gasps> what We yeah. the hard drive with all the BTS pictures. Yeah. Oh damn. Can you believe that? Oh my. And then goodness. what happened? I really want to know. Yeah, you can tell us off record. We'll cut it. No, I mean I usually have like a so backup for my own sake. I keep a backup on on mm. me. Uh, so I had a backup. I had a backup hard drive on me, uh, mm. which I sent it to them. Okay, yeah. you know, like you can take this and send it back. Yeah. But yeah, like I I get a call that oh, like we shot this film like sometime back, and then, you know, like usually photos are needed just before the promotion yeah. and everything start. Like yeah. the film is ready. Yeah. And like oh, you know, we have you sent the hard drive? Like like yeah, you took it from me on the last day of the shoot. Oh, we're not able to find it. <laughs> oh shit! Well, intellectually, yeah. intellectual property goes there. <laughs> yeah, technically not. It's not. It, it doesn't. The actually, I should know what I should do it now. I should actually start putting. Uh, if you lose the photo, yeah, then you lose the IP also. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But yeah, like intellectual property thing has just blown my mind. I'm like, अभी तो मैं हमेशा लड़ूंगी अगर मैं फोटोग्राफर हूँ उसके लिए यार. This is such an integral thing that they're taking away. Have you ever won it? Like, have you ever ha- been able to take it from them, or like reached like a uh, common uh, mutual understanding of? अच्छा ठीक है मैं भी रखूँगा तुम भी रखो. Mostly I do. Uh, mostly I do reach that understanding. Okay. Uh, 
another is that i what i do is i tell them to give me certain like you know i i don't want the photos which have because it's very also it's very technical like one of the producers has explained this to me i'll explain this to you guys also so what what they'll tell you is they're paying for the actors they're paying for the costume they're paying for the location they're paying for the set and they're paying for everybody who's getting them ready and bringing them there right and they're paying for the lights also which we are which we as a photographers are also using so producer is paying for everything and they're paying the fees to take photos also yeah the fee, they're also paying the fees to us for taking those photos so they'll and it's a very fair point why should you have the right why should you have the intellectual property right when producer is getting everything done it's not something that you're creating from the scratch yeah you know i think that see that's where it's complicated right like you said that india is very far from to understanding complex you do get uh, money from these people but it's also that eventually they get money out of so many people right it's not like they're not un- earning that money because of the help of all of these people so it's a very complex discussion that can be had and had be- because course. from the producer's point of view they are always right firstly for them 10 rupees is also important and they will fight with you for 10 rupees also so in their eyes they might be right but only lately i think there has been a lot of change in money and all of that because of the ott platforms and studios mm. whereas they are the ones paying the money and yet it has streamlined in a way where we are getting more money so i i think that it's also the culture like you pointed out very fairly uh, in the beginning that it's a lot to do with culture and how people don't understand complexity that tum sabhi se de do that's what investors do right i lost you, you invest money and then yeah can you hear me now i lost you from the culture uh, couldn't hear yeah i was saying that uh, for sure what you said about the culture bit was completely fair but also the fact that they are investing the money right they are also hiring these people because they trust their capabilities of course so it's not just that you are hired but of course you are hired because because of that same intellectual property so it's quite funny that they would want to own that about you you know own that kind of work about you which is fair in a limited amount but not at, at, at its entirety i think that eventually it will be good to be able to, to own these in fact a very uh, good story that i would like to share and maybe end if uh-huh. uh-huh. sadgi doesn't have any other question is um, one of the uh, shoots that i had done i think it was maybe probably third ad that had worked on as an ad and okay. um, it was purely just uh, tvc right the yeah. actors were uh, hired for just the video uh, basically the motion tvc uh-huh. and yeah. we shot the ad the short, uh, ad came out and everything was done but uh, i think about couple of months later maybe like 6 months later or 8 months later there was a newspaper article they had made an okay. ad a newspaper ad from the same from the same tvc they had cut take a snapshot 
from the tvc yeah. and they had yeah. used it as an ad so the actor yeah. filed a complaint and then she got money out of it she was like of how course. could you do that without my permission you of know course. stuff like these the because then these guys will always i don't deny it because i'm not a producer so i can't even speak for them but they will always mm-hmm. have their benefit in mind you know at the end of the day of the same way we have our our own yeah but that's a very basic human nature i also think yeah yeah that's what i'm saying <laughs> like so matlab agar hum sab sab agar ye producer ke bare mein sochne lag jayenge to hum to bhooke mar jayenge hame hamara show ka title mil gaya nikita wow guys yeah because like when we also started like sadhvi and i started the podcast also we obviously had a lot of uh, gratitude for people who were coming in but we you have mm-hmm. to make sure that you're giving them comfort and you're giving them the benefit of the doubt even if you don't have a budget right you try yes. to do whatever little bit obviously we are just doing this over video call but um whatever comfort we can give we would like to give if not financially उटर्चुनिटीटीटीटीटीटीटीटीटीटीटीटीटीटीटीटीटीटीटीटीटीटीटीटीटीटीटीटीटीटीटीटीटीटीटीटीटीटीटीटीटीटीटीटीटीटी
younger mm. working generation who mm. in future will become attorneys and then they will start hiring mm. people if we can take this up and we can start working on this principle i think we can change bring about world of change people think about Thank you for listening to another episode of Wild Tapes. If you think anybody can benefit from this episode, please do share it with them. If you really like what we are doing, please follow us on Instagram and Twitter. You can also send your questions and doubts, and we can ask them on the episodes on the email address or DM us on Instagram. These details are given in our description. Hello.